go, 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 shawty. It's your birthday. We gon' party like it's your birthday. We gon' sip tequila like it's your birthday. And we don't really give a fuck unless it's your birthday. Oh my God. I really wish that, you know, there wasn't a thing called royalties. Otherwise, I wouldn't be playing that iconic 50 Cent song instead of you guys listening to my lovely cover of it. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back or welcome to the Jappy Jaws podcast. I am your hostess with the mostest, the jappiest of some, technically the birthday girl, if not of them all, Lindsay Moraskin with the birthday edition episode of Jappy Jaws. You guys, I am officially one years old. I have now been promoted to post-infant years, baby, I think. I don't know. It comes once a year, and this is the first of many to come, and I am just, I, I can't believe it. I'm so excited for today's episode. I'm so excited for what's in store. To think that a year ago, I was freaking out about what I was going to do with my life, my job, graduating on my front lawn, because COVID hit, and and the pandemic took away so many things for us all. And I just was in such a crossroads of my life and not knowing what the fuck was going on or what would happen even in a week's time. But Jappy Jaws truly fell into my lap at the right time. And I'm so thankful for it. I'm so thankful for all the friendships I've made because of it. All of the people I've met. I did not think that I would be so moved and so inspired by my own process and by other people's processes. I just say thank you to everyone that's been consistently supporting me and we're not stopping here. But I'll get more emotional later on. Stay tuned for more of a birthday speech toast, if you will. Before we continue on with today's episode, make sure that you are following us, aka myself, on Instagram. A nice little birthday gift for all of you to continue to follow and support me on my podcast journey. So head on over to Instagram and follow me at J-A-P-P-Y-J-A-W-S, as well as my personal account at Lindsay Anya, L-I-N-D-S-A-Y-Y-A-N-Y-A-A. Feel free to check out the episode description below. Once you're done following me on every social media platform possible, make sure that you are going to wherever you're listening to me from, whether that's Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Anchor, you name it, I'm on it. Make sure that you are subscribing, reviewing, rating, liking, following, and pressing that notification bell so you are notified every single time there's a brand new episode of Jaws. And also that would be another added great birthday gift. Like, come on, everybody. As another birthday treat, what better way to celebrate than to drink? We all know I love to drink. I am quite the drinking enthusiast. I want to share the excitement. You know, I just drink socially, but birthdays are like a pretty big deal. Thank God this ended up on a Friday because Thursday, Thursday, Freaky Friday. We're getting rowdy this weekend because it is Jaws first birthday. You guys know, and if you're new here, I'm gonna give you the lowdown. I like to implement a nice little drinking game. So whenever a word, topic, phrase of any kind is mentioned by myself or by someone else, you are inclined to take a sip of whatever you have. Now, it does not have to be alcohol. As much as I encourage a nice chilled shot of Casamigos. I like staying hydrated. I like staying caffeinated. So whatever you got, coffee, water, a milkshake, Red Bull, whatever you have, and also please be smart when drinking and please be over the age of 21. Come on, I don't encourage such degenerate behavior. But if you hear this specific word mentioned throughout the episode, I would love for all of you to cheers to Jappy Jaws and take a nice swig of whatever you got. And obviously, if you didn't guess it already, this week, whenever you hear the word birthday, please cheers to Jappy Jaws and take a nice swig. I'll take that first one with you. So happy birthday to us. I'm only drinking water right now because I'm a little dehydrated, but cheers refreshing. Speaking of birthday gifts, 
I wanted to encourage you all to go buy that special someone in your life, a brother, a sister, a significant other, a family member, a friend. If it's their birthday or if they're starting a new milestone in their life, like school or a job, or just to, you know, say, hey, I love you. I want to encourage you to buy them a hat. I'm going to encourage you not only buy them a hat, but a tie-dye sweatshirt. Not that I'm biased or anything, but I do have one specific person that I would highly recommend all of you go buy this hat or sweatshirt from. And that is Miss Sam by Sam, aka Sam Shustek, my very good friend who has been such an amazing supporter of the podcast. And my birthday wish is that you all go and purchase something from Sam by Sam. For some of you, I know you might want a little refresher about who Sam by Sam is. She is not only a small business blogger, but she also runs her own small tie-dye business shop. She creates one-of-a-kind sweatshirts, hats with patches that are so beyond adorable. I am truly so obsessed with everything that she creates, and I know she has so many different things coming on the horizon. So if you're looking for that extra piece in your closet or your friend's closet that you want to, you know, steal, be sure to check her out on Instagram at underscore Sam by Sam. Her site and handle are also linked in the episode description below. Be sure to use code JJ10 to get 10% off your purchase. Since we finished up all that good fun business, let's get to the actual birthday episode now. Obviously, we all know that Jappy Jaws was really started because I have always loved broadcast journalism. I've always loved pop culture, entertainment, media, everything of the sorts. I always saw myself doing something like podcasting, whether it was behind a microphone, behind a computer, behind a phone, on screen, whatever it may have been. I always knew that it was my calling to talk to everyone and inform them not only about pop culture, but about my experiences and my opinions, because I sure as hell have a lot of those. I wanted to really take you all back to the day that it really all clicked for me. This is what I also put on cover letters, so don't mind this. It was a snowy day in fifth grade, and I was home from school because the roads were just a mess. I wasn't necessarily the type of kid that loved Spongebob or any really cartoons. I would watch them on the occasion, but I really loved watching in-person acting. So I was channel surfing. I was lucky enough to have cable in my bedroom. I don't know why my parents would allow that to happen. But I had come across Channel 51. And for anyone that has Optimum, you know that 51 is E! News. And there I saw Juliana Rancic and Joan Rivers chatting it up about fashion. Then I continued to watch till 7 p.m. when Juliana Rancic used to host E! News. And I was like, that's exactly what I want to do. And I feel like with podcasting and making Jappy Jaws really my own brand, I've been able to not only incorporate informing you guys on pop culture and what's going on in the media and my opinion on it, but I also feel like it's given me such different perspective. Becoming a businesswoman who, I don't even know if I should even consider myself a businesswoman, but running this podcast, running this account has become my life. It's become my business, my brand. I love that I have this creative freedom. It really showed me that there's so much more to this career and this field than I ever thought possible. I really just thought you would stand in front of a camera, read off a teleprompter, and be good to go. But that is not the case whatsoever. And I've definitely learned that the hard way. But I think it's also a humbling experience. So to really kick off the topics for today's episode, I wanted to really go back to my roots and talk about some fun pop culture stuff, some new, some old. Without further ado, I wanted to talk about a premiere that happened earlier this week, which was Dancing with the Stars. Now, I don't know if anybody knows this. I was a dancer growing up. I did it all from preschool to high school. I was in musical theater. We all know how that went. But it's actually kind of funny because when I was in fifth grade for our yearbook, they had us do like our dreams, goals, and whatever. And I put down that I wanted to be a professional dancer on Dancing with the Stars. And while life did not take me down that road, um, I can dance and I I will be a star on it one day. I won't be a professional dancer, but I will be on it and I will be a star. You're going to see my name in shining lights. I used to be very religious 
religious with watching it, then over the years, especially when you get to college and you don't have such access to cable, you don't really watch as often or it's hard to keep up with. But since I'm home, I was like, why not? And it took place of like the double night of Bachelor in Paradise, which like threw me off and made me upset. When the cast was first announced, I was a little hesitant because I was like, this is actually like serious competition, but there's also such a disadvantage for some people. But let me tell you, it was so refreshing and so like moving for some reason for me to be watching it. Maybe it's because it's a full circle moment. Maybe that means I'm going to be hosting it one day. Tyra, watch out. Just kidding. You kind of intimidate me. Anywho, I wanted to talk about it because I feel like this has been a very groundbreaking year and a very groundbreaking season. And as someone who did dance for numerous years, I know a thing or two kind of, my thought process about the entire competition, regardless of who it is, is that strategically this is going to be very interesting because it's a lot younger of a crowd. The oldest person that is competing is 74, which is older, but it's not very old. And I think a lot of people, especially over the last year, have been amplifying their skills because of social media and also working out has become such a bigger thing for so many people. I think that some people are at more of an advantage than they are at a disadvantage, but so many people did surprise me with how good they were. Like Amon Schubert, who is this six, like eight, I want to say, basketball player. He's married to Tiana Taylor, in case anyone wanted to be informed about that. He's a 2016 NBA champion. He definitely has like that athletic ability, but most athletes either can or they cannot dance. And he truly impressed me. I will say that. So I really think competition is going to be very fierce. But the people that really did stand out to me, Number one, and I think this has been on everybody's mind, Jojo Siwa and Jenna. So this is the first time in Dancing with the Stars history in 30 seasons that they are going to have a same-sex couple competing. In my opinion, I am so thrilled about. I think it definitely should have been done a little bit earlier, but you know what? I'm glad it's happening now. I was a little annoyed at first when JoJo originally was picked considering her fame is from Dance Mom. She was an Abby Lee Miller dancer. Her whole brand is her singing, dancing, and having fun. Then again, you have to think about ballroom dancing. So that's how... I don't know. I just, I feel iffy about it, but they really did impress me. Another big standout to me, and this was more of like a business aspect. So Sharna Burgess and Brian Austin Green. Now, if you live under a rock and you don't know who Brian Austin Green is, Brian Austin Green was David Silver on the classic Beverly Hills 90210. Such an iconic show, such an iconic character. If you really, really live under a rock, you would know that he was married to um Megan Fox for quite some time, okay? Recently got divorced, and now he's dating his partner, which I was shocked that they paired them together, but then business Lindsay came into mind. First things first, I fucking love them together. I think they're very lovey-dovey. They're very about each other, all over each other, which will create lots of chemistry in the ballroom, okay? Here's me pretending to be Len Goodman. I mean, can you blame them? I mean, he's a fucking dilf. I would let him bone hammer me wolf style, and she's fucking hot as shit. So obviously the chemistry is going to be on fire. Business Lindsay really came into play. This is what I was talking about earlier. And I was like, holy fucking shit, ABC is so smart. PR, any publicity is the best type of publicity. Who have we been seeing all over our news feeds? Machine Gun Kelly and Megan Fox. That's all we've been talking about. Before this, did you really see anything of Sharna Burgess and Brian Austin Green? 
Probably not. So people are really going to take that and use that as traction and come watch the season of Dancing with the Stars because it's like, she's off with her man. He's off with his new girl. Let's see. It's like battle of the publicity. Obviously, Machine Gun Kelly and Megan Fox are going to take reign. I just think that's natural. But I did think it was very smart on ABC's part. And I also thought it was very ironic because their first dance was the Fox Trot. I don't know. Maybe I'm just reading too much into it, but I thought that was pretty interesting. Another person that really warmed my heart and I'm really, really, really rooting for them was Amanda Klutz. She's a former Broadway dancer of 17 years. She is the host, well, one of the hosts of The Real Talk Show. Her husband, unfortunately, Nick Cordero, passed away in July of 2020 due to complications of COVID. And I'm going to get emotional thinking about it because I literally was crying and it takes a lot for me to cry about that type of stuff. And I was just like, who's cutting onions? But she was really talking about how this is really her chance to, you know, make the best out of any given situation. And I'm really excited. And she did phenomenal. I'm pretty sure she was in first. I'm not positive, but I, I'm rooting for her. And I, Oh, oh, I have chills think bad. I'm going to cry. I don't want to cry. My last standout and not least is obviously what everyone really has been talking about, and that is Miss Olivia Jade. For those of you that need a little bit more of the information behind who Olivia Jade is, she is Lori Laughlin's daughter, who was the child in question of the whole college testing scandal. I don't really know how to talk about it. Read into it. It is a very interesting story. She made her return on social media earlier this year, and I think everybody's kind of just in a weird limbo of how they feel about her and the whole situation. And I think the last year really did humble her and what she went through. I think she's beautiful. I thought she did great. I don't know how I feel about her as a person, but I'm curious to see how long she lasts on the show. I also thought it was kind of dicky on ABC's part because obviously the only reason that this is happening is because it brings attention. That's the entire show. That's every reality show, every competition show possible. It wants traction. They want people to watch for the drama. And I think there was a point in the night where they thought, I think, Lori and her husband were there, but they didn't get them on camera. I don't know. It's not about them. It's about her. And yes, she was part of that huge scandal. But at the end of the day, it was her parents that committed the crime. I think it'll definitely be very interesting to see how her season plays out and how people treat her because of it. That is my Dancing with the Stars update. I know that not many people like to watch Dancing with the Stars. I know not many people have an opinion, but I thought it was a nice little refresh a nice new page in the pop culture Jappy Jaws book. So I figured if this is something that you guys are interested in, I won't do it every week, but maybe once every two weeks, I'll talk about what is going on because I definitely am interested in the rest of the season and I'm curious to see how it goes and pans out. Let me know your thoughts. DM me. Who are you rooting for? Who are you voting for? And who are you absolutely against being there? I would love to know. Wait, what? Oh my God. Oh my God. No fucking way. All right, this is like live, like real-time news. Holy shit. I just saw on Instagram and on Twitter that fucking Kim Kardashian is hosting SNL this weekend. What the fuck? Okay, this might be like a controversial opinion, but I am so excited for this. You have no idea. I think this will really be something to remember. First of all, my life goal, my dream one day is to host SNL. I am manifesting it. I know it's going to happen at some point in my life, some point in my career. I just think that SNL not only is one of the most iconic shows and one of the most iconic things that we have in American media culture, but just like the honor to have that and to not only 
do it but get the experience of like getting out of your element I don't know it speaks to me and I know it's gonna happen one day whether it's tomorrow or if it's like another day in a billion years I know it'll happen for me so like watching people like Kim who yes I fucking look up to her I love Kim Kardashian everyone does okay everyone should she's a hustler she's a boss bitch she works harder than anyone else I know and really came from nothing well a little something but really worked her way to where she is now I just love we all know I fucking love the Kardashians like oh my god but I think it's going to be such an interesting episode I think she really is going to surprise people with what she has to offer but wow that was like kind of exciting to bring to the episode did not have that one planned um okay I want to know everyone's thoughts this weekend please let me know wow I'm like shock. Anyway, let's get back to it. Obviously, I couldn't do a birthday episode or a birthday anything without talking about probably my favorite franchise on television, and that being The Bachelor. Bachelor in Paradise this week. First of all, we are getting hit with a three-hour shinding next week, okay? I I don't know how I feel about watching for three hours. That's why I liked having the two-night thing, splitting it up. This week's episode was just odd. The storm was weird. It was very fake and planned out, and honestly, in my opinion, a waste of time. I think think Kendall leaving was an extremely smart move on her end and I think Joe handled it very well very maturely they both definitely came for two different reasons and it was very clear I don't think they were on the same page at all especially when they did break up so I really do think that this was the best thing for not just Kendall but for Joe too not to have I hate to say it like this but to have that burden on his back now another thing that was just beyond disturbing and I don't know if I want to look at tacos for a little while tacos should never ever be considered a fun or sexy date night idea eating it off of someone the sour cream just looked a little too much like sunscreen and cum I uh, chicken should not be eaten off a nipple the only food exceptions that I would make to make it sensual would be whipped cream chocolate syrup and maybe sushi like how Samantha Jones did it in the sex in the city movie like I don't tacos get gross like who wants guacamole all over their fucking china pot not me that's like weird unless it's like some sort of exfoliant but that's that's not for a guy or a girl to be doing this. I don't, I did not like it. Riley and Marissa's talk honestly gave me chills. He is someone that I've always been a super fan of. I think him opening up and being as vulnerable as he's become, not only on Paradise, but on Tasha season, was beyond inspiring. And I really appreciate when people like that really dig deep into their past because that's not something easy to talk about, especially on national television and especially with someone that could potentially be your wife one day. And I really, I think it's gonna be them in the end and I'm rooting for them so hard. I know I said originally that I thought it was all sensual because obviously, yes, that factor is there, but I really do think they are end-all be-all. I hope so, at least. Now, finally, because I really want to wrap this up, I love you, Ivan. I've been a big fan of you. I wished it worked out with you and Jasenia. I mainly blame Jasenia for that one, but you were a tad shady. Also, that kind of goes towards Chelsea too. They've been friends for a while. I used to watch the lives that they would do. Him, her, Damar, and I think Piper. She did make moves too, and I think that says something as well. I think something was kind of stirred up a little bit beforehand, and I think we get to see that next week. Aaron, I don't know how I feel about him. I think he's hot, obviously, but I don't know how I feel about him being a quote-unquote contestant. He honestly reminds me of that super competitive kid in middle school gym class that just got way too freaking into it and would start yapping when people didn't take it as seriously as him. I'm like, shut the fuck up for a second and relax. It's not that crazy. Like, you don't need to be like, bro, bro, bro. Like, okay, we get it. You know the word bro. Just be a man. 
There does not need to be yelling. Settle down. Have a conversation. I don't know why guys get so fucking heated sometimes or are like, oh, I need to go for a walk. Chill. Like, don't be that person. Just relax. Take a deep breath. Get your thoughts in order. Handle it like a man. I'm sorry if that's too harsh to say, but that's how I feel. Anywho, three hours next week. Not prepared for that one. Gonna need probably an entire bottle of Cosmigos, but we shall see. Um, Everyone, I need you to DM me, whoever is watching this season. Tell me who you think is going to be engaged at the end of this because I don't think all of them are going to be engaged. I don't think anyone's going to have a proposal. And if they do, I think it's already been cut off. There, I said it. Come after me. Let me know. I would love to hear your theories. Now, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, the moment you've all been waiting for, my birthday speech. Yes, cue the music, cue the balloons, the streamers. My epic one-year anniversary birthday speech is ready for you all. Getting my emotions intact. Jappy Jaws has been quite the experience thus far. I, like I said earlier, never thought that I would be where I'm at right now, especially a year ago. I think a year ago was such a confusing time for us all, especially because a fucking pandemic hit. Um, I don't think anyone really saw that happening. I don't think anyone ever imagined to be doing half the shit that they're doing now, especially things like in social media, TikTokers. They definitely would not be where they are now without the time at home and working on content. I know I've definitely worked on that. And I think a lot of people would not have had the come up they did without this last year. And that's why I always say that 2020 was such a blessing in disguise, as awful as it was, was as great as it was. One thing, well, I've learned a lot of things, but something in particular that I've learned within this last year is timing and patience. I've found it to be extremely, and I'm gonna be real with you all, I have found it to be extremely, extremely hard not to focus on what's next. I found it extremely hard not to compare myself that Rome really wasn't built in a day. This shit takes time. I thought that I could build a podcast overnight. That was not the case. I took so much of my time, my energy to figure out how to do this and what I needed to do to get this done. It took a lot of patience. And for those of you that do know me personally, you know I have very thin patience, the size of a pea. I, for some reason, think that if something isn't resolved or there's an answer to something right away, that shit's gonna hit the fan no matter what. So I've definitely learned that that is not the case. I get so hard on myself, I still do, when something isn't going my way or something isn't done right. Patience truly is a virtue and that time is on your side. I'm a huge believer that when you say things out loud, you write things down. The universe hears you. The universe will give you exactly what you need in due time. Whether that's for a podcast, whether that's for a job, whether that's for a relationship, a friendship, whatever you need in your life, I truly do believe the universe does give back to you. But it also is important to know that you have to be dedicated. You have to be willing to make sacrifices and do whatever you have to do to make these things happen. Yes, the universe is on your side, but you can't just sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. You have to sit back and get to work while relaxing and enjoying the show. Trust me, there have been so many times where I've been like, I'm fucking done with this. I'm tired. I don't like that I don't have a bigger following. I don't like that I have a bigger listening rate. None of that shit matters. At the end of the day, I am so much more focused, and I've learned this over time within the last year, that I am so much more hyper-focused on original content, originality, having that organic flow to my podcast with my listeners, with my guests. I know that I am good at what I do. I'll be the first to say it. I'm 
gonna toot my own horn, suck my own tit. I don't care. I know I'm good at what I do, but I also have learned that in time, you're gonna grow and you're going to figure out that it's not just about what I want. It's about what other people want and what I can bring to the table and what they can bring to the table. Compromise, it's a huge thing in any part of our lives. I think that I really did expect like this to go off overnight. I'll be the first to admit I thought I was gonna get a billion and one listens. I was gonna be the next Alex Cooper, the next Brianna Paglia, the next Claudia Austri, the next whoever. I really thought that it was going to be an overnight success story and that I was going to get a billion dollar deal. That was not the case. I have complained a billion and one times to so many people like, why isn't this going bigger? Why isn't this happening? I think that learning that patience and timing is on my side and that I have so much more room to grow is beyond humbling. I know I'm not exactly where I want to be or where I thought I would be in a year's time, but I celebrate the other wins and milestones. I've gotten to talk to so many people that other people that have thousands of followers and thousands and billions of listens haven't been able to talk to. And it's hard because we set, I set such an expectation for myself and I think everyone does that we think it's the end all be all not seeing something happening overnight or watching someone else do it quote unquote better than you or faster than you. But I cannot stress it enough that this last year timing has taught me everything. Timing is your friend. The universe puts you through things so you grow and learn and appreciate the small and big wins. I may just be a small podcaster on Long Island for now but I have such high hopes for this podcast and for myself that I'm confident that this birthday is the first of many and that there are many more to celebrate and to come to grow with and I'm looking forward to all of that stuff. I also learned to stop giving a shit of what other people thought about me or what they had to say. Yes, I take certain things into account and it's hard not to think about what so-and-so thought or why someone was looking at my profile because they saw me post something about Jappy Jaws. In high school, I used to be like, well, what did they say about me? What did they say about me? As I've gotten older and especially with my whole college experience, I learned whatever someone has to say about you, let them say it. Any publicity is free publicity, whether that's within a friend group or if that's between celebrities or influencers, so be it. At least your name is getting put out there. One of my favorite housewives said this once, you don't like the music, change the channel, bitch. If you don't like what I have to say or if you don't like what anyone else has to say, guess what? It's up to you if you want to change that channel, if you want to make the change. I did that. I used to be so concerned with what everyone had to say and I was always so curious of like, oh, I wonder if so-and-so listened to the episode. I wonder what they thought about it. I stopped giving a fuck. It does not matter what anyone else thinks. Yes, it people enjoyed and are giving you positive feedback or even if they're giving you constructive criticism. That's the type of feedback that I want. I don't want to hear about why someone had something to say about it because I have this podcast. I put my energy into where it is going to get me with this podcast and where it's going to get me in my career, in my life. I think that we all get so caught up with being so concerned with everyone else that we forget how we feel inside. And I think that this last year, that one of my birthday wishes, I think from last year was to care more about myself and care more about what I thought about myself, becoming friends with that person inside my head, that voice I should say, instead of being enemies with it. And yes, I have my good days and my bad days with that. Obviously, I want to know what people have to think. I think we're all human. We all know that. I think it's something that society has just drilled so hard in our heads that like, oh, this person's always having something to say. Let them fucking talk. Okay, let them eat cake. Who cares? As long as you are staying true to yourself and you are doing things to benefit you, who gives a shit? Let them talk. At the end of the day, what they say is not going to really hurt my success or it's not going to hurt me. Another huge thing that I learned this last year, and I cannot thank Victoria Bruno of the Moral Hangover podcast enough for teaching me this, is that closed mouths do not get fed. This goes for anything, business, not business. If you are not 
putting in the work. And if you are not using your voice and chomping people's ears off like I am, not necessarily in the way that I do, but you get what I'm saying. But if you're not going out there and being proactive about what you want or who you want, how do you expect to not be hungry? Like you want to be fed. Get uncomfortable, get ready, and just be persistent. Close mouths, seriously, do not get fed. I have had so many more opportunities and gotten to talk to so many more different people, not only for Jappy Jaws, but in life in general, because I did not sit still and I did not wait for them to come to me and approach me. And guess what? I'm going to be hungry and fed all the damn time. I have such high hopes and I know the only way that I'm going to get to where I would love to be and be able to be fed is by continuously trying and going out and getting out of my comfort zone. I'm telling you, in any given situation, opening your mouth or opening yourself up to an opportunity is going to do wonders for you. Open up your fucking mouth. Get fed. You hungry? Guess what? Here's a spoonful of sugar. And because I got fed, it opened my mind and my eyes to so many different perspectives, not only about myself, not only about podcasting, but other people and their experiences. Something that I've learned along the course of creating Jappy Jaws and talking to all the people that I've had the chance to come across is how interesting their perspective of opinion and experience really is. I have never felt so empowered by people. I've never felt so educated in my life. I went through four years of college and I still feel like I've learned a whole lot more in an episode than I did in a fucking class. That's just how the cookie crumbles. You have to be open to so many different opportunities and I cannot express that enough by talking to so many people and not being closed-minded. I know plenty of people that don't want to hear or talk about anything else that doesn't really, you know, grind their gears or that they align with because they are so stuck in their ways that they are not open to perspective. That holds you back in life. That is something I learned this year in one year of podcasting. My birthday wish to all of you is to be more open to perspective, to be more open to opportunity. And honestly, one of the last things I want to leave you with for my birthday is that it sounds like it's my actual birthday. It's Jappy Jaws's birthday. For Jappy Jaws's birthday, the last thing I want to leave you with, which is something that I've prided my entire podcast and brand on, is you have to grow through what you go through. I get that we all get so upset when certain things happen or we get so excited we celebrate those big and small moments. I also want people to realize that you truly do grow through what you go through. Think about where you were a year ago, a week ago, a day ago. Did you think that you would be where you are now if those things or those situations didn't happen or you weren't open to that perspective? Truly learn with life and as crazy of a roller coaster as it is, the ups and downs are there for a reason. You go through them and you get off and go on the next ride. Guess what? That's exactly how you're supposed to do life. You have to grow through everything, you mature, you learn, and you move on. And guess what? There's always that light at the end of the tunnel, no matter what. And I know sometimes it's hard to see. I get like that too. I get in my head so fucking much. I always say, oh, I could be doing better. We all could always be doing better. But guess what? This growing time will get me through it. And I'm going to leave you off with that for today's birthday speech. I cannot thank you all enough for all your support. I cannot thank every single guest, every single person that supported me along the way and helped me along the way. It truly does take a village in creating a podcast and creating a platform and creating content. I am so thankful that this podcast has given me the opportunity to work with so many people that have helped me grow and have helped me shape myself and this podcast into what it is today and what it will continue to be. I don't understand how people can stay so engaged, but you guys truly do surprise me all the time. And I literally don't know if I would be where I am without everyone that does support me, votes in all my polls, responds to all my stories, listens every single week, puts that notification bell on. I truly, truly, truly do not know if I would be where I am without each and every one 
one of you. I cannot say thank you enough. This birthday is not only for me and Jappy Jaws, it is also for everyone else that supports and listens and constantly interacts with Jappy Jaws on a day-to-day basis. But I do have a little surprise. Like I said before, I am so blessed to have been able to have so many conversations with a variety of people, some serious, some not, but I compiled a few of them together that stood out to me in the last two seasons that I wanted to highlight and reshare with all of you. So please take a listen to a nice little montage of all of the amazing people I've gotten a chance to talk to over the last year. Let's get down to business. Work hard in silence. Let success be your noise. And keep your head down. Do the work. I totally agree with like speaking it into the universe and saying like, I'm going to be famous. Like I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. We're sharing these stories about ourselves that are relatable, but also it's funny. Like it's okay. My day's going to shit. Let me turn this on because I know I'm going to crack up. Know your worth. And I think being a female in the industry, a lot of the times we let our emotions get in the way or things like that. And you truly just need to be like, remember who you are and how great you are and all that you have to offer. Really don't compare yourself to other people's journeys. You know, you can always look at someone and think, oh, they have it all together, but you don't know what's been through. Like we know, it's, you need to just find things that you're very passionate about, things that really do matter in your life and just focus on that and don't focus on other people's opinions. I think the best advice I can give, like always, is just stay true to yourself and don't try to be anyone else. Just find your inner self and run with it. Just be as you as possible and people are going to love you for you. And if they don't, then that's their problem. You know, motivation is great because it will get you to do stuff. Consistency is the key. You have to keep doing stuff. Something will roll eventually. Be an encourager. Be a supporter. Don't be one of those people who think everybody else is your competition because they're not. Advice, there's room for everyone. You can still think that someone's beautiful without having negative thoughts about yourself. There's so many people you haven't met yet that are going to love you so much. In your mind, the more motivated you are, the more likely you are to accomplish that. And that's how I've been living my life is like, there is no goal that's too far, too high, not attainable. Like you're able to do whatever you set your mind to. And I think that's been just how I've been doing it. And once you have that mindset, nobody can stop. It. Ask yourself a lot of hard questions, ask a lot of questions to other people. And that actually helps you, helps you vet, helps you figure out what's working, what's not working, what you want, what you don't want. The rest is going to get easier. It's for you to grab. People always say the world is your oyster. So you need to do as much as you can to make sure that that actually happens in your twenties. I am like a firm believer. The energy you put out in the universe is the energy you're going to receive. Live your most unfiltered and fearless life. No dream is really too big to follow. And if I had ever let that rejection or those moments of weakness stop me from pursuing what I'm doing, I wouldn't be here. Prioritizing your happiness. Like you really only do have one life and like, why not spend it doing things that you enjoy with people that you enjoy? And if you're doing something that you don't enjoy, there's something else out there for you. There's someone else out there for you. Like, don't try and force things that aren't right. Who is cutting onions? This is so emotional for me. Oh my God. It's so weird thinking back on all these different interviews, all these different struggles with recording and all these different moments that I've been able to share with all of you. It truly has been such an incredible learning experience and I cannot believe we are just one years old and I'm so looking forward to every other birthday that comes after this. And I truly feel so overwhelmed with emotions and excitement and I just cannot wait to see where else the podcast goes and where I go and where you all go and I'm getting all mushy gushy. So once again, thank you, thank you, thank you all. I appreciate you all so much. There are so many more exciting guests 
surprises, announcements on the way. So please continue to stay tuned. We are embarking on another year and plenty more. So make sure that you are following us on Instagram to follow along the journey and to wish me a happy birthday at J-A-P-P-Y-J-A-W-S and at Lindsay Anya, L-I-N-D-S-A-Y-Y-A-N-Y-A-A and making sure that you are subscribing to me on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, Anchor, you name it, I'm on it. And turn that notification bell on so you are notified every single time I upload a brand new episode of Jaws. Happy birthday to us. I love you all and I will see you all next Thursday. Thursday.